Welcome to From Ashes to Beauty with John Ortberg. Each day, Monday through Friday, you'll find 10 minutes of relevant spiritual guidance on the kind of people we are becoming. Follow us on YouTube at becomenew.me or receive daily text alerts when a new episode is published by texting the word BECOME to the number 56525. Invite a friend to listen along by sharing this podcast or sharing the link becomenew.me. We're glad you're here. And now, here's John. I am so glad you are here. I want to let you know, we're going to be going live, 7 o'clock California time, a week from Friday. Uh, you can watch that devotional anytime you want to, but if you can show up live, you can put comments in chat, ask questions, interact. Very cool community time. It's going to be a week from Friday, not this Friday, as I first mentioned, because I have to go through something called light therapy on Thursday. There's a reason why I'm telling you this. I have flaws and defects that you cannot see. They are under the surface of my epidermis. But because I made bad choices and had this fair Scandinavian skin and got sunburned a lot when I was a kid, they're there. Oh, yes, they are. A dermatologist knows. And so I'm going to go in on Thursday and they will cleanse me. They will do this like acid, acid wash on my face. And then there will be this quite bright, quite intense light that I will sit under. And if I'm willing to do this, it will draw all these blemishes, all of my defects, all of my flaws to the surface where they can be visible, where they can be seen. And it's kind of a mess, which is part of why we can't do the deal on Friday. But, uh, and, and it will also sting, it will also hurt, but, but there will be healing and there will be life. No, I could also say, no, I'm not going to go through that. I don't want to hurt. I don't look like a mess. I don't have somebody see my face like that. And then I wouldn't go through the mess. There would just be death inside me. Does anybody have any idea where I'm going with this? See, we're on this journey from ashes to beauty, to God, and, and, and it starts by saying, I cannot manage my own life. I'm powerless over these flaws and defects and blemishes, and they're really serious. But there is one who can, and he loves me. And I come to believe this. And so I surrender my life and my will. I turn them over to him. And, and then I actually take, uh, with his help, a serious look at these character defects. And then, this is what we're looking at right now, I confess to God and to myself, and the hard part, to one other person. Not vague generalities, but the details, the painful truth, the exact nature of my character defects. And the idea of this goes way, way back. Jesus' friend, John, when he was an old man, writing to a community in the first letter of John, says, if we walk in the light, this is light therapy, as he is in the light, we have fellowship, genuine friendship, authentic trans transparency with each other. And the blood of Jesus, his sacrificial death on the cross, his great love for us, cleanses us of all sin. I can't, but he can. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And that's what we're looking. We are masters of self-deceit. That's why we have to do this um, inventory. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he, God, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we go through phototherapy. We confess we come into the light with God, ourselves, and one other person. Now, why do we have to do this with one other person? 
There was a follower of Jesus many centuries ago. His name was Allred, and he loved the idea of friendship. It was his favorite. He was deeply moved by thinking about how God himself experiences eternal, limitless friendship within the Trinity. The Father and the Son and the Spirit are great friends. And then they invite us into friendship. Or it says, now, a, a friend is somebody who shares a common goal with you and calls you to become the person that God made you to be. And this is an ancient idea, not just in Christianity. Uh, Aristotle actually said, there is a training in virtue that comes from the company of the good. I love that. And all it says, you can develop what might be called a spiritual friendship with somebody. And that is a person where uh, you are able to confess to them your flaws and what is wrong with you. And you can tell them without blushing your progress or your lack of progress. And then a spiritual friend is somebody, he said, uh, to whom you can entrust the secrets of your heart. And I was very struck by that. And eventually in my life, I decided I would like to be able to entrust the secrets of my heart to somebody. I would like to have somebody before whom everything there is to know about me is known. And so I had been friends with my friend Rick for a long, long time. And I decided I would like to take this step. I would like to actually have a time to confess to him. And so I got ready for that by doing the moral inventory, and that took several weeks and lots of time. And I wrote down all the things that were embarrassing or difficult or hard for me in the different areas of my life, in anger, ambition, finance, sexuality, relationships, pride. And then Rick and I met at a place where we had privacy. And it took me a long time, and I just read. Mostly, I, I didn't even want to look at him. I just read the things I had written down. And when it was done, I felt unbelievably vulnerable. And I felt a lot of embarrassment and a lot of shame. And I looked up at him and I knew that the words that he said in that next moment were going to be with me for a long time. And he looked at me. I'll never forget this. Whenever I talk about this confessional relationship, I'll tell this story. Rick looked at me and he said, John, I have never loved you more than I love you right now. I did not see that coming. It made me want to make up more bad things to tell him just to experience the depth of that love. And what I came to understand in that moment was a very important spiritual truth. You can only be loved to the extent that you're known. Part of why this step is so important is we are, all of us, every one of us, me for sure, actors, and we lead double lives. There is the me that I want you to think I am, and then there is the me that I know myself to be. And I can't help leading a double life. It's just uh, my body does it, my face does it, the tone of my voice does it. And of course, the great problem is, even if I'm really good at convincing you that I am who I want you to think I am and develop a really good reputation, and so you're impressed and you say, John, I really love you, inside I will say, no, you don't. If you knew the truth about me, you would not say that. It is only to the extent that I'm known that I can be loved and it is only if I am fully known that I am fully loved. That's why hiding is a fool's game. It blocks me from the one thing that I really need to be healed of guilt and shame, which is to be known so that I can be accepted and forgiven. 
And so this is the invitation. This is the power of this great step. This is light therapy. If we are in the light, if we step into the light. Now, I know when we think together about the Fellowship of the Withered Hand and this Jesus program that we're all on, finding a person to do this with who is safe, that you can trust, is one of the most difficult things. What do you look for in a person like that? Well, you want somebody whose character you admire. A friend of mine was telling me that he looks for a person of peace and serenity when he looks for somebody to whom he can entrust the secrets of his heart. And then you want somebody who really loves you. But at the same time, somebody who is courageous enough that they will speak difficult truths to you. I was talking with a very good friend the other day who's on this journey with us, and he heard me say that um, sometimes I'll just be up at night these days with anger. And he said, John, we're going to have to have a long, hard talk about forgiveness. And I thought, I'm so glad he is my friend. I'm covering that with him. Lots of you are my friends. I don't need somebody else to call and offer to have that conversation with me. But I'm I'm so glad to have people who both love me and will talk about difficult things with me, will challenge me. That's a spiritual friendship. And then this needs to be somebody in whom I can place great trust that they will uh, honor confidentiality. So now you don't want to just go and blurt out the deepest, darkest secrets of your life to somebody where you have not built a bridge of trust. I have seen how much damage it can do to somebody if they do that. You, want to, you don't want to do that. But where this kind of relationship gets formed, where one person steps into the light with another person, even though it stings, even though you feel really ugly, I know, I know, I know, I am telling you, there is healing, there is wholeness, there is Acceptance because I can only be loved to the extent that I'm known. And we'll talk more about how do you pursue a relationship like this tomorrow. I will see you then.